Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky, a weekly walking podcast designed to help you take steps forward in your life and your day. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm Ricky, your host, and I am, you know, I always, I do always feel very relaxed whenever I put the headphones on, despite what it might sound like. I love putting the headphones on and just escaping the world for a moment. I just put up this Instagram post about, uh, you know, I was sitting down and, you know, I've been so sick of all this bullshit I've seen on the internet, just like fluff and be yourself and be authentic, but don't be too authentic and like don't share too much of your truth because you got to be a leader and you got to lead people. And if you're too vulnerable, they people can't look up to you and don't do this, don't do that, do this, do that. And I, I honestly, I can't, I can't. And I realized something that people who tell you what to do get told what to do and then they listen. And what I've realized is that the people that I look up to in my life as mentors, as entrepreneurs, as human beings are the people that do whatever the fuck they want. And that's what I do. And sometimes, maybe you can relate, we get caught up in the bullshit. Do this, be that, blah, 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 eat this, eat that. It's like, yes, yes, sure. Certain things are good and, and they're important to listen to it, or at least to have the information on. But anyone else just like, Sick of the rules? Yeah. We all know I'm not very into rules. Anyways, my whole point is that I literally was sitting down today and I was thinking about how much I miss my long hair. And I know. You're like, what? Let me just get into it. I miss my hair. And for context, if you're new here, you can't see me because this is, you're probably listening to this on the walk, which you should be walking as you listen to this. But I've always had long hair. Okay. That's not true. I always had long hair and then I would cut it off when life was like fucked or like I was going through something, I would cut it off. Right. Because when I was younger, my mom had cancer for five years on and off and she always lost her hair three times. And so I started to associate hair with pain or loss. And so every time life would be good, I would cut my hair off. Or if I was going through something bad, I would cut my hair off. And I loved my hair. It was like almost like this sense of punishment. And then three years ago, I was like, I'm done punishing myself by cutting my hair off because I love my hair. I loved my hair. And so I started growing my hair out and it was beautiful, like just literally so past my boobs, just beautiful. I wish I could show you a picture. I'll, sh I'll show you a picture another time. My hair is beautiful. And I've always used to cut it off and then I didn't cut it off this time. And so I was like, oh, I love my hair. I'm so excited that I had this long, beautiful, luxurious hair back. And then I got a cut. I got a cut like four or five inches, like maybe in September or August. And it didn't really hit me right away. But I got to be honest with you, I've been missing my hair. It's the weirdest feeling. I don't know if you've ever felt this way. You like look at an old picture of you, if you or you think about an old event or you think about something in your life and you're like, I wish I was there. I wish that was me again. And I've never felt that way really at a lot, any points in my life because my life is so much greater now and I'm happier than ever. I would never go back, but I'm telling you right now, I would go back to that hair. And I know it's deeper and I understand that, but at the same time, it's really not. Sometimes we just like certain things about ourselves 
internally, externally, and we miss them. Like I miss it. It's the weirdest feeling. I haven't felt this way in so long. And you know, now that I'm thinking about it out loud and I'm like processing it out loud, it reminds me of what I used to say when I was eight years old, sitting in my therapist's office. And I used to say, I wish, no, it was when I was, sorry, it was when I was 13. I used to sit when I was 13 in the therapist's office and be like, I wish I looked like the way I looked when I was eight. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like certain points make you feel the most you. And I used to sit in the therapist's office and be like, I wish I had the same skin, the same face, you know, because when you're changing, when you're going through puberty and stuff, and you just feel so disconnected to yourself, right? And I used to say, I wish I was eight again, which was ironic because eight was the year my mom got sick. Hmm. It's like, I wish I had could go back to a happier time before eight or eight and before, right? When I felt pretty and beautiful. I was told I was pretty and beautiful my whole life. But I do feel like there was a period of time where it stopped a little bit. And I'm not saying that because I think I'm the most beautiful person in the world. Like <laughs> there are plenty of people that are a lot prettier than me, but I always was complimented on my looks, always. And when I started to hate myself, and I started to disconnect to my looks like I, my body would go up and down and, and I, I was on Accutane three times. I would cut my hair. Like I felt like people would still say I was pretty, but I always also felt like it wasn't the way that it used to be. And then it started again. But because I felt prettier and I felt more connected to myself and my hair was this, was this symbol for me that I was okay because like I wasn't cutting it off. I wasn't trying to be mean to myself. I was just allowing the beauty to exist internally, externally. And she cut my motherfucking hair off. And ever since I've been into LA, it's been so hard for me in that, for my hair, because I don't know if it's the air or if it's the water or like what it is, but I, I feel like it's not growing. I know it is. It just feels like it's not. Anyways, I wrote an Instagram post today about how I missed my freaking hair. And then I wrote an Instagram added to it instead of how I missed my body in certain ways. And I know that it's triggering to people and I just don't care because I sat there and I told the truth, like I do on here every freaking week, like I do when I mentor people, like I do when I share and I speak, I always share the truth. Why would I not share the truth on another platform of mine? Sometimes I, I'll read something that I wrote for Instagram or whatever, and I'm like, that is so fluffy and bullshit. Like, what would you really say, Ricky? And today I was like, this is what I really fucking feel. Yo, guys, I really miss my hair. I'll just read it to you. Okay, let's just, I'll just read it to you. This would probably be better. And it happened so quick and it was so fast that the words came out of my mouth and I just, oh, they just happened fast. And honestly, it felt so refreshing and good. And then this woman commented on my picture who was like, I don't know if you guys know what the Women's Day magazine is. Uh, whatever. It's like a big magazine. Anyways, ready? I miss my hair so fucking much. It actually makes me feel really sad. I debated sharing that because it sounds so ridiculous, but it's a truth I cannot deny, so I might as well lean into it. I also miss being a certain size. Another thing I should probably keep to myself, oops, but here we are getting all raw and vulnerable because I already know that doesn't make me less or take away from my power, leadership, or vulnerability. For context, I've had a deep attachment to my hair I'm convinced it's because I watched my mom go through cancer and chemo three times, but it's always been something I had control over and found comfort in. And last August, this girl decided to cut six inches off it. And I know it sounds ridiculous, 
but I've felt like a piece of me has been missing since. Oh, and the weight and the body stuff since I was 14. More on that another time. And yes, I'm totally okay. I love myself deeply and I'm super confident in who I am. However, it doesn't take away my deep yearning for what was. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we call being a human being. Look it up or just keep reading. I'm honestly sick of all this. Only love yourself within the other stuff. Doesn't matter bullshit. Fuck yeah, it matters. It's all connected and it all matters. Does it mean that I spend my days sad over my hair? No, I've got shit to do and a business to run. But do I miss it deeply? I do. I really, really do. Do I restrict myself because I don't feel great in my body right now? Definitely not. Literally had a muffin two hours ago. But I'm absolutely being more mindful and implementing the systems that keep me on track. We keep moving. Anyways, I hope this reminds you that we can feel good and we can have things that we miss, crave, and desire. We can lead people and need someone to hold our hand sometimes. The coolest and most successful people I know use their vulnerability as their superpower because letting yourself be seen is the most inspiring, powerful, and freeing thing one can do. Let's all do it a little more. And when I posted it, my first thought was like, hmm, stretchy. My second thought was honest, truth, vulnerable, beautiful. I think the old me would have been worried that someone wouldn't sign up for my program or want to work with me or whatever it is. Like, oh, she's not in a good place. But it's like, God, why do we do that to ourselves? Restrict ourselves of the truth just to live in a lie that doesn't even suit who we are, that doesn't inspire people. I want everyone to know that you can be both. Do I think that you should use your platform as an online diary? Sure, if you want to. Do I think it's good for your brand if you're trying to build like an actual business? I don't, but I think there's a big difference between someone who says, hey, here I am, here's what I'm experiencing, here's what I'm doing about it, and versus like, here I am, poor me, there's no value in this for you. Everything I share, I try my very best to make it valuable for you. But I also believe that it's a gift of mine that sharing the truth is my gift. So you will always find value in it because it's a gift. It's the same thing that I do when I mentor people. I'm just fucking honest. My walking away from weed program, I'm just honest. My podcast, I'm just honest. I've always been honest and sometimes I forget. Do you ever forget your gift? Do you know your gift? Do you know how good it felt today to just write the truth? And I wasn't worried. I wasn't like, oh, but what about the program and the podcast? Like, great, join my program. I will change your life. Listen to my podcast. It will change your life. And watch me be somewhere that feels uncomfortable. Watch me move through it. Watch me get to the other side. That's what I want you to see. That's a real leadership. This is not about perfection. This is about moving through the imperfection. This is about the next level version of me that I will get to, you will get to, even when the other version says, let's not go. And you say, go fuck yourself. I'm going. I am freeing myself. You are freeing yourself when you allow yourself to be free. When you realize that the truth can exist and leadership can exist, that the truth is leadership, that leadership breeds the truth, that I'll stand on a million stages, I hope, one day, and I'll share the truth, and it will be the greatest thing and the greatest source of inspiration for other people doesn't make you weak. doesn't make you stupid. It makes you fucking human. 
it's not about me trying to be relatable or not relatable. I really don't care about that. I truly don't. I don't do this to be relatable. I just do it because it's just who I am. <laughs> and when I post something that is so fluffy, I'm like, oh, that is so boring, Ricky. That is not who you are. Don't post anything unless you have something real to say. That's it from now on. I'm not going to share any fluffy bullshit. I'm not going to put bullshit offers out there. It's all the truth now. It's always been the truth, but it's deeper now because anything less is just boring. Don't be so scared of who you are and do not be scared of who you could become. That's the real fear people have. They stay so stuck in the story that people love or the story that people are relating to. And it's like, no, I'm moving. If you can relate to me, who I am in my first episode, that's great. That's not who I am anymore. God, I hope you can relate to me in a year from now because I hope that you've changed and you've been honest about your truth. My story evolves, your story evolves, you keep moving. I realized that the other day I was just, you know, we can't jump into all parts of us right away because some of it, some of it's scary and it requires reprogramming. And so I am, I'm trying to sit with certain feelings, but I've got this deep yearning, earning, yearning. I don't even like that word for this person inside of me that's like this creative visionary this director of her life of her brand this like artist who's just so innovative and shares her ideas and her truth and her concepts and her wisdom and it changes the world i know do i sound absolutely fucking nuts because this is what i believe and I'm trying to believe it more and more and more because I, above anything, am a visionary. I've helped so many people change their lives. I've also helped people change their businesses. I've taken their ideas and I've been like, you should do it like this, you're like this, you're like this, blah, blah, blah. And I hope that as you see me expand and grow and stretch, you can come with me in your own life or you, you don't have to come. Don't deny yourself of your truth. Whoever you are, if you want to be this like bold, brave, open, happy, risky, controversial, uncensored, I'm literally describing myself, <laughs> uncensored person, go fucking be that. You're going to have to do some subconscious reprogramming like I do every day, but you're going to, it's possible. And get rid of the things that keep you from that. It's funny, right? My greatest fear was my addiction to weed, which was the truth, right? My greatest fear was my truth because I was so ashamed of it and I didn't want to stop. And then I told the world and I was free. And look what it's done for me. Look what it's done for other people. It freed them. Your greatest fear is a gift for others, for yourself. And this stuff that I share is still fear for me. But guess what? We're moving. And when I lean into this other side of me, this visionary, this creative director, this person who wants to help people build their brands and make impact and walk away from weed and do all these different things, like that will be scary and stretchy for me. I'm going to do it though because I want to give you permission to do it too. Whatever it is for you. We get to write the story we get to edit it we get to rewrite we get to erase we get to throw it a fuck out and start all over 
it doesn't come without the old story coming in. But I swear to God, I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I put my hand in my chest and I'm like, you can do whatever you want. You are powerful, Ricky. I stopped doing that a while ago. I stopped working on my mindset for a little bit and it seeped into my business and it made me resistant and it made me feel angry. And there were a lot of things I couldn't hold as I was moving through my program and stuff and I was moving fast. And so now I'm trying to slow down and get back to the basics of like, the work does not stop. Just because you walked away from weed doesn't mean you are done. Just because you're 10 days in or 12 days in doesn't mean you shouldn't do the program. Just because you're trying to build a business and you're making six figures doesn't mean that you shouldn't get a mentor. It never fucking ends. And that's my greatest lesson of this year. Can you hold your success? Can you hold your transformation? Can you hold your sobriety? What happens when you fall out of the ground? Can you get back up? Can you get to the next version of you? I don't know about you, but I have found it very hard to do on your own. And trust me, take it from me. I tried. I really regret not getting support every step of the way this past year of of my business and everything. But it doesn't matter because I'm doing it now. Oh, it just feels good to share the truth. Thank you for seeing me. Seriously, it really, I don't know that you realize this. And I know I'm not very good at expressing my gratefulness for my community and for you guys and for everything. I'm, I'm working on that as well. But I feel it. Just know that I am so grateful. Sometimes when I allow myself to sit back and, and take in what this podcast is and what, what you have done for me. You have given me the greatest gift of my life. The ability to share my truth again. Just by listening to the podcast. Just by being here. By loving me for me. For what I say. Do you know how powerful that is? Do you know what that does for me? When I started this podcast a year and a half ago, I started it because I was so ashamed of my truth because I didn't know if I'd ever have a space to share it. And I just wanted to share my truth. And I, I didn't know if anyone would really care. <laughs> but you care. And some people don't. Some people don't like it. And they leave me mean things in my reviews. I got like two bad reviews from these motherfuckers on TikTok. I hope you're listening to this. You probably haven't even listened to the podcast and you write me a bad review, but it's okay. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's actually quite comical, but it's really not because it fucking brings my shit down. Also, if you love my podcast, please leave me a review on Apple. Don't leave me a rating. Leave me a review, like a written review. It really helps the podcast get out there and share my podcast with people. If this resonates with you, if you're like, I love this, this person would love this episode, like share that, please. I've never asked anyone to do that before. Please share my podcast if you love it. Because if you love it, people in your life might love it too. Or they might think you're insane. Anyways, walking away from weed program, we start February 15th. Doors are open. You know where to find me. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't not do it because you're a few days in or you're 20 days in. If you fell off track and you want to do the program again, you'll get a little discount to do it again. If you fell off track and you want to join the support group, I have a 30-day support group you can join. And I'm working on shit. I'm working on other stuff. I just need some space to do it right. Anyways, I'm so hungry and I got to go, but I love you and thank you for being here. I hope you had a great walk. If you weren't walking, no judgment, but you know, make sure you walk next time.